Podcast. Be in the back. I don't have to worry about that. And here we go. We're live on Sideline Sports another Tuesday. Jake, I don't know what he was talking about. Malik on the line. John Shear. That's who I was talking about. Showing up unannounced. (laughs) You know he's, you act like you don't know he's here. He's producing in the back for us. I think he just wants to come on and say hi. Dave DeRochere, this tacos. Got a busy Tuesday night here in, uh, in sports. Denzel's God. He was just coming to wave and say hi. You act like you didn't see that coming. I mean, come on. What is this? Is it amateur hour? Always blessed we have Denzel here. You know what we didn't see coming was OBJ to the uh, Ravens. Oh, hold on. Before we talk about that, because, John, I do want to talk about Dave, what kind of tacos? This is the important question. We talked about this yesterday. We we start tacos. Tacos lead off. Always got to know. Tonight's the machaca. Machaca burrito. It's a spicy shredded beef. Oh. Nice. What do you got in there? With uh, what are the toppings? It's a, it's a crunchy shell, so I have I might have to mute while I finish this last one. <laughs> <laughs> I usually have the soft shells, so I'm not crunching in my my microphone. You know, <laughs> my professional podcast setup that I have here. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Hey, it's professional. It's something. Yeah, it's got I... a fuzzy thing on it, and you know, it's all fancy. <laughs> the fuzzy thing on it. I know what you're talking about. Now now I need to get one of them, uh, them, their headphones, you know, that's the next step. Well, you know, I tried those and I plugged them in and I couldn't hear nothing. And then I'm like, well, I can hear just fine without them. I don't know why I need these things. (laughs) Everyone wears them and it just confused me. So it just looks good. I don't know. Well, I don't know. I'm not a fan of that. But it looks like like I know what I'm doing. I don't know how good it looks. That's what I'm saying. No. And I hear you in my ears, you know, as opposed to picking up on the mic. It's nice. I don't know. Well, I have a loud voice. I, you guys would probably hear me even if I wasn't mic'd at all. Just oh, sitting here yelling at that you. That is correct. That is 100% <laughs> correct. Yep. Mm. All right. So, John, you want to talk about OBJ to the Ravens? Let's start it up. Let's go. Because mm. sure, that's where I was thinking. I'm, I'm with you. Yeah. Uh, obviously, he, he has to be thinking that Lamar is going to sign because – he, there has to be something that we don't know. Like they have to know that Lamar's staying, right? I mean, you're not paying him eighteen million dollars. I would think, yeah. One million base salary, like fourteen million signing bonus, and then three million. Uh, incentives. So fifteen million guaranteed. Yeah. Three million in incentives, unless you know that you're getting Lamar, or <coughs> this is just a way to try and entice Lamar to stay. It's the only thing I can think of, but. To me, I mean, this makes him a little more interesting, even if they keep Lamar, but I don't think it puts him above the Bengals. I don't think it makes no, them they, any they still them finish. better, but not much better because, I mean, think about it. O- Odell Beckham's had multiple torn ACLs. He's been injured a lot in his career. He's 30 yeah, years old, and we haven't seen – We haven't we seen, seen him playing over we a year. We haven't seen elite Odell since the New York Giants. Oh, God. That was the last yeah. time we saw that version of Odell. So, and I'm sure like everybody keeps hoping that we see at Odell again, but it's just, it's not happening. You hit 30 years old. You've had torn ACLs. Like Multiple, that's not yeah. coming. That, it, it's not great. Back. Well, I, I, I love the leading question. Uh, why do you think Odell would go to the Ravens? Because they gave him a paycheck. <laughs> Not only because they gave him a paycheck. That cat, that cat just wants to get a million bucks in some incentives. Yeah, I'm showing up. He doesn't care who they, the quarterback they, is. Dave, they, they didn't just give him a paycheck. Point for a minute. So they, they gave him they gave yeah. him a fifteen million dollar guaranteed paycheck, yes. which is 
Yeah. Insane. Way above his value. I for, think for, that's fifty for, million more than anybody else was going to give him. <laughs> you know, I, I, you look around the league, right, and you think about what is OBJ like actually valued at, and I think Alan Lazard is like a fair comparison for now. Like, good receiver. He's a player that, you know, they're both players that like they could make a difference, and they'll be solid receivers on their respective teams. But Lazard has proven himself, especially if Rodgers does come to New York, which Joe Douglas seems to really think he's coming. Um, that makes sense. But OBJ is 30 years old and making almost as much as Lazard could be making. I think his total guaranteed over four years is like 20, 22 million, 21 million, something like that. So, But my point is he gets that much over four years and he's been a solid receiver, you know, with the right quarterback. And OBJ hasn't played in multiple years. And John, you said it best. We haven't seen prime OBJ in what feels like forever. Yep. And he got nearly the same amount of money for one year. It's, it's absurd. Well, it's it's to totally pull the absurd. Water. I know that is. Well, you know, what's funny is that, you know, he was here in LA. I didn't even know he was here in LA. And, uh, <laughs> and, uh, and everyone goes, I hope they re sign him. I'm like, did he play? Oh, no, really? Did he? Did he? Did he, did he a handful yeah, of games. Like, yeah. Touchdowns in 13. I don't know. They're, they're all jacked up about, oh my gosh, we got to re sign him. I'm like, oh, why? Why? So, anyhow. Yeah, it's just the name at this point. That's really yeah, all it is. It's the name. Yeah. You know, I, think he, I also think he got that money because I think his, his camp leveraged that. They kept leveraging. Yeah. Using the Jets, the Cowboys, all these teams against each other to leverage it, and I think that the only team that showed any interest was actually the Ravens. I don't think anybody I, else really wanted him. I, I think other like teams a small deal like four yeah. million dollars. I, I think other teams would have been like, "Hey, we'll give you a small deal where like your base yep. salary is three, four million dollars, like you yeah. said, and your incentives could put you up to." 10 to 12 million maybe if you play and, 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 you know, score touchdowns and get yards and all those incentives. But I I think his market was a lot lower. I think it's not just his camp. I think it was partially the fact that Lamar hasn't definitively said like, Hey, I'm coming back. They're really desperate to go. Hmm. What can we do that might want to make Lamar come back? Let's give him, what Lamar would think is a good receiver to have. And OBJ is not bad, but Lamar probably is valuing it a little bit higher than and they're you know, also let's buddies, say a Patrick too. Mahomes. Right. But I'm saying, if if Patrick Mahomes got OBJ, he'd be like, oh cool. That's nice. But he doesn't feel the need to like he's like, oh my God, I need him. Lamar is like, this is really good for me. This is a guy I can rely on. So there's you know, it's a little different on how he feels, I think. But I think that's what it comes down to is they said, screw it. We need to try and keep Lamar somehow. And if for whatever reason, you know, it doesn't work well, out. There, trade there's a way to walks, keep Lamar. He has OBJ. There's you a know, way the, to keep Lamar. You can pay him. And then you keep him. I don't disagree. You don't have to pay bad money to OBJ. You know, you can so, go on a draft, which has a bunch of good receivers to get some. So instead instead of uh, instead of paying Lamar's money, you, yep. and you paid a 30-year-old receiver. Wrong. I love Roquan Smith. I think he's a really good linebacker. Yeah. But you gave him the richest contract for a linebacker in the history of the game. The, as soon as you traded for him, boom, you gave him a brand new deal, the richest deal for a linebacker in the history yep. of the game. Yep. But you didn't resign Lamar. You went and gave OBJ $18 million, but you still $15 million guarantee. Lamar. Or no, it was, yeah. You're shelling out all this money when you could have put that into Lamar, like JB yeah. said, and been done with it by now. 
instead of yeah, paying Roquan like the the biggest contract in the history of the NFL for a linebacker, you could have said, "Make sure we get L- Lamar Jackson taken care of before no. anything." I, I, but no, I, you're I, playing games, and that's why you're in this position. So uh, the Ravens have I, nobody to blame but themselves. I think the thing that probably bothers me the most is. Lamar has proven to be a winner and yeah, he hasn't been perfectly healthy, but last season things happen, you know, whatever. But when he plays, Lamar is really good and the team wins a lot. So to me, it sounds like, okay, it would make sense. We should keep our guy around. He does a pretty good job. Instead, they signed the guy for a considerable chunk of change for somebody who hasn't played in over a year. Hasn't as John, again, you alluded to, hasn't been his best form in years and they were like, ah, he's not a former MVP. He's not a proven winner at you know, arguably the most important position in all of football. But let's sign him for a lot of money because that makes sense. It's just one of those moves that just screams desperation. Yeah, the, the Ravens I don't front get office, the Ravens front office to me is just a disarray. Their uh, yeah. moves, their moves are questionable. You know, you're signing guys that are just a name. You know, you yeah. give a Roquan all that money. And Roquan's great. You got to take care of your franchise quarterback before anything. But who wins games for you in the NFL? Linemen and quarterbacks. Yep. They're the key. You know, running backs last three years, they get replaced. You know, if you have a really good running back, maybe they last longer, but three years is the average running back. It's pretty unfortunate. They don't last long. Yeah. Wide receivers last a little bit longer, but as they get older, they're not as good as they were when they were explosive in their early 20s. Yep. You know? Defensive backs, same kind of thing as receivers. They're somewhat you know, replaceable too, in a way. Not, yeah, not everybody, but they, but they also kind of have a short. I feel like a short period. Like, look at Jalen Ramsey, right? He's he's not what he was three, no. four years ago. He he has a big window, no. and then you you know you fall off a little but bit. What position do you see guys in their late thirties doing really well? Quarterback. Yeah, you know, no, uh, not not guys that run as often as, as you're right. Well, yeah. look, Lamar, but. You know, and you guys are going to talk about. I mean, I like this kid. I like Marcus Williams. He's a nice kid. They signed him to a five-year, seventy million dollar deal as a safety. Yeah. You know, it's a lot of money. Like, that's premier money. You know, he's yeah. a good safety, but you know, I don't, I don't know where he's ranked. Uh, yeah, but they, they, yeah, they're spending money on positions that they don't need to spend, and then it, it binds them on. <laughs> yep, I don't see him making this the smartest moves. No, and and no. you talk about like safeties, defensive backs, right? the best guys are going to get you a couple interceptions on a season. Like the elite players are getting what five, six, maybe seven interceptions on Which a given quite season. A bit. Wait, I mean, right. A but, but my point is, is when you break it down per game, it's like, Oh, they get an interception every two, three games, maybe, which yeah. again, I know football. That's great. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But in terms of impact play, it's not a lot per game as opposed to, you know, we talk about quarterback, right? They make impact plays if you're really good every single game. One, one of the so it's the, just crazy. One of the knocks on the Ravens, though, is giving up the big play. They gave up a ton of you're big right. plays. You know, their, their, yeah. D, their DBs were, were, and, a, yeah. were a mess. And there's no question. But in this league, especially in that division, they could easily finish fourth, even with Lamar. Because if Kenny Pickett becomes, you know, or continues to be as great as he is, he's right. got a chance to be a great quarterback. He was great last season. Uh, no, it wasn't great. He, he should. You and I watched two different quarterbacks. Wait, I guess he, he was great awesome. with what he had to work with. Thank you. Exactly. Hey, name, exactly. Name one other player on that team other than the the, the running back. Right? I mean, you do Deontay know Kenny Johnson, Pickett threw yeah. more interceptions than touchdowns, right? Well, that's, that's his last name, Pickett. 
<laughs> he threw nine picks and seven touchdowns. Not that he wasn't like impressive as a rookie. He showed some he moxie, but, right, but he showed a lot of. But he wasn't he great. Really, like, let's not call was, him that. John, he know. was a great quarterback for what he had down the stretch. I, I, you and I watch different quarterbacks. I guess. Like I said, name a receiver. Anyway, not the point. Yeah. The point being that he's yeah. got really good potential, and that team could go in the right direction, George especially Pickens with the direction. Yeah. Point proven of Mike Tomlin at the helm, always, always defense. a chance. Defense. Yep. Yeah. Of course, of course. Um, you know, the Bengals speak for themselves. Don't need to talk about that. And then the Browns could be really good if Deshaun Watson can return to form, which we'll see. But the point being that even with Lamar, if everything goes right for other teams in that division, they're fighting for third, maybe second if they're lucky, but potentially even falling down to four without Lamar, they could forget it. They're not even going to touch it. It's not like no. the NFC South where you could put almost anybody out there at quarterback and they got a chance at first place. So the Ravens, I get, don't want to give it the big play, Dave. You're right. I, I get it. But without the quarterback, I don't really you, care who you but have. You're still you're going paying, all you're paying all that money to everybody else. Yeah, but but who they need the quarterback, take? especially in the division that they're in. And the and AFC the as AFC, a whole. The AFC yeah. in general is, uh, it's is loaded. a gauntlet. Yeah. <laughs> it's a great time to be an NFC fan. Speaking of quarterbacks, what's going on? Are the Jets ever going to pull the trigger on the Rodgers trade? They'll figure what's it out. holding that up? I I don't know That's what's easy. holding that up, but I assume I that uh, I assume no, I, if Lamar gets traded and, and Rodgers get traded, I assume it's going to be draft night. That's normally how this happens is if you don't see it in free agency, it normally happens day one of the draft is when you see these type of deals. No, I'll, I'll tell you what's happening probably is the Jets don't want to give up a first because <laughs> they're not sure how much they're going to get out of Aaron Rodgers. And I think there's also concerns about like, hey, he doesn't come to OTAs and do those sorts of things. And they probably kind of want him there as a new quarterback. I can understand that. But also – the Packers are going, well, he's got multiple MVPs and he's really great. And we want at least a first. And so it's just an argument of like, who's going to budge and give you, you know, give the, the other more, person what they want. Eventually the it's going to happen. I'm sure. The longer it waits to happen, something bad can happen. If you're the Jets, you really have no other moves at this point. This, no, yeah. Don't. But I think the Packers are also in a bit of a tough spot. Cause I don't think the they Packers want ha- have all the leverage. Yeah, they have the Do they though? Because... They're already move. They're already moving on, Jake. They've already moved on to love. So they just have a guy sitting there that that's not good though. Or but that's not what? You can ride the bench because you're that's... not our starting John. The problem is because they have to pay him a ridiculous amount of money, so they want to get rid of that cap hit. Absolutely, you can pretend like ah, oh, no. big deal. But they, they, get... they hold the cards in this situation. The Jets are the desperate. I don't disagree, but you're acting like have this deal. I understand that, but you're acting like the Packers are in such a great position. It does suck that because they have to start Jordan Love. But if Aaron Rodgers yeah. stays, I don't know that they would because how can you honestly justify starting Aaron Rodgers or sorry Jordan Love over Aaron Rodgers? I, you can't. There's no exactly. way. The future. And so. Got to begin but your future eventually, right? Eventually, but that's the problem. Yeah. If you have Aaron Rodgers, Jordan Love, I think we'd all agree you can't justify starting Jordan Love realistically and say you want to win. That's just not like you, no. you can't make that argument. But the problem is Jordan Love's on his last year of the contract, so you got to start him, and you have you to see what he has. Exactly, yeah. is he have. worth? Because you can't re-sign him and say, "Oh, well, we're just going to give him money and not know what he is." Still, at least with the Giants, they're a good example, right? They paid Daniel Jones, but at least they saw something that they said, we can hold on to this and say, like, right. this is why we gave him money. Packers have nothing with Jordan Love. They're in a tough spot. 
I agree they have better leverage. Oh, yeah. But it's a bad position for both teams. The Jets need a quarterback, and the Packers are like, please take Rodgers from us. Just give us, like, the compensation that we feel is just. And it's it's a rock and a hard place. Somebody's going to, you know, somebody's going to budge eventually. It's just about who. And, John, I think you hit it on the head. It'll be draft day probably. That's, that that's probably what will happen. That's how this works. It'll probably be that, yeah. Dave, you I look think... like you want to say something. You look uh... – I, He's I thinking about those tacos. I, I don't. I, I'm just so over the Jets and any quarterback. And, <laughs> and I'm over Aaron Rodgers, always playing. Yeah, I, yeah I'm, I'm ready for the next topic. It's, it's just <laughs> – it, no, I agree, though. It's frustrating. I don't know. It's like, it who cares? Just, uh, you know, like, you know I'll tell you this. This is what Aaron – Aaron Rodgers just loves this stuff. He just loves – He does. He just does. That's why he goes and eats peyote. Yep. I mean, he just yeah. he just wants people to say – and then he just wants to wear his weird, you know, man do yeah. and and, uh, and these he just, creepy commercials where he, he looks kind of like a girl. I don't know. I don't know what he's doing. But because he doesn't – he don't care, you know? No, he doesn't care. I'm a multi-millionaire and I'm really good. He and, loves this. This is yeah, like – so. This makes him yeah, so happy because yeah. he's – I don't want to say that. I don't want to say that he's – um. A little self-centered because I don't know the guy personally, but it, it his outward appearance well, his, feels that his way. His persona That's, looks like he's self-centered. Yes. Definitely. That is, I think, the, appropriate the person on the, the in the game of football. Obviously, Dave, you had mentioned before, like you know, he he plays with the kids and does the charity right. work and, and so, stuff like that. Like he's yeah. a good person. No, I've, I've seen him. Of the game. Yeah, yeah, I've right. I've met him and seen him in person and how he acts in person when the cameras aren't on him, and it is a different deal. And I equate it to like like the boss, the you know. Brian Bosworth, the dude, was so much different than the boss. I'm and sure. it's yeah. like when the cameras were rolling, he played it, he's, and that's how he man. made his money. Yeah. And then yeah. when he could be when he could be the boss, he rode around on his freaking Vespa scooter, and he just <laughs> didn't care. He's just a good dude, you know. So yeah, um, so, yeah and and, and, and you kind of have to believe that a, a little bit that he just he just panders to the to the media, he just gives them what they want, give them something to talk about, and then laughs, you know. Pass all the way to the bank and just. Yeah. Dave, why do guys do that then? Why aren't they just themselves, like you said, off the field, well, off the so cameras? Why? I, well, yeah, I, you know, so, but, it, but part of it could be ego, you know, because he can, you know. But then, then you meet yeah. a guy, and I've been fortunate to meet guys like Russell Wilson, who are just dudes, Christian dudes, family dudes. Classic. You know, we, we everyone's had their little thing, and you know, I, I know we got remarried, whatever. But at heart, he's just a good, solid, just person. Right. And that's and, and you see what you see on TV is what you get. You know, Steve Largent was that way. You know, it just yeah. You know, and and he just went about his career and 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 he wasn't the talk of anything. He was you know? just a dude. But you know, but Aaron, you turn on anything, and Aaron Rodgers is there, man. And he's just yeah. So, like I said, I, I think part of it is. You know what? Yeah, I'll give him something to talk about. You know, yeah, maybe the peyote. Well, who knows if he even did or not? I don't even know what peyote is. I don't even know what that is. Go try some, you'll find out. Yeah, don't, don't do you'll, you'll, you'll be better off not knowing. Yeah. Well, I don't know. You might be enlightened. Oh, God, I don't know. There's a lot of things I want in this life. John Enlightened, I don't think I need to say. I'm, I'm, I'm afraid Enlightened John might be a shirt. Already a John. deep thinker as is. I don't need any. Yeah. Do we have any more uh, NFL topics? No. Uh, the NFL is just waiting for the draft. We'll just. All yeah. right. So I'll give you guys That's... the choice. We can go baseball because there's some really cool stuff happening. Or we can go NBA, Rudy Gobbert, uh, which oh. is white. 
You don't even want to say his name right. You want to just make fun of him? Yeah. Yeah. I know. I know you know how to say it. So I'm just pointing out that you. Does he? Be, wait, being a being, being I have a French last name and, and JB never pronounces my last name right either. <laughs> that's that's a fair point. Fair. So I just let, I let JB be JB. You know, nobody gets my last name right. I let so you know it didn't surprise me when Gobber coming came out. And and that wasn't that wasn't him just doing it on purpose. That was him just messing it up because he didn't know how to actually say it. I gave you the benefit of the doubt, but you're probably right. Listen, Rudy Gobert. Okay. Yeah. There you go. And it's De Rocher. De Rocher. De Rocher. Rocher. Like, you know, like Ferrero Rocher. It's it's not hard. It's very simple. Yes. I'll get it right eventually. We've only been doing this for like how many weeks? Yeah, whatever. Yeah, we'll see about that. (laughs) I I keep showing up, you know, whatever. (laughs) (laughs) So we can do that or we can talk MLB because there's some cool stuff in MLB. No, it's you you messed up the poor guy's name. We gotta talk about him now. Yeah, talk about him. I mean, Denzel. If you have the audacity to call him. It's like a baguette. That's fair. <laughs> or, or as JV might call that a bag wet. <laughs> so I mean, you're you're getting to the playoffs. You're a game before the play-in game, and you get into a fight with your teammate who's ripping on you, and you guys are going back and forth. You you throw a punch at him. Yep. You know, I mean, that's not acceptable at any level. I get that you know teams fight. I have no problem with that, but someone's got to step in between it to break that up. I mean, Dave, yeah. you're in the locker room. You know, in the NFL, where people are hitting each other all day, basketball isn't that type of sport. So, uh, I mean, really? there's I don't know. About I mean, that. Wait, 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 there's no testosterone in basketball. That's a bit different. In the NFL, you try to you try to knock somebody's block off. In basketball, you get fouls. You can't really touch. It, wait, you especially you, today's you the Detroit Pistons play back in the. You know? well, I would say basketball. It's <laughs> basketball. We're not talking about that anymore. <laughs> I, I hear you. I hear you. You know, but. You know what? Like, how do you prevent that from happening in the locker room? And how do you repair that? I mean, now you got to play in a play-in game this week. That's so bad. Yeah, yeah it, it is. But you know, it, it, I tell you, uh, adrenaline, testosterone, and emotion—it just—it's a—it's a tough combination to to contain sometimes. And I—I've been on a basketball court a lot of times. I've—I've I've done pickup games that had guys run to their car to get a gun. You know, I mean. It gets, it just gets that way. And some dudes are just that way. And I, um, you know, I share when I go and talk to kids about what I learned in sports and it's about that teamwork. Um, Cause when I was at San Diego state, the, the guard I played next to, we just did not like each other. We would actually throw blows during practice. It, 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 we're playing alongside each other, not against each other. Yeah. But come Saturday night, I mean, we were, we were a unit. We were cohesive. Yeah. You know, we had to be. Because if we weren't, one of us was going to be sitting, you know. Uh, and so, but but practice is just a time where it's just it's just different, and other things come into play. I don't know what was going on there, but I will tell you, you know, when you get to that level, and 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 then the personalities get into play. Um, I, to me, I, I'm not all that surprised. You know, I'm not all that surprised. I've just seen it. Now, you know, I I. I there was a, a, a tweet that was sent that I, I just loved this because when Draymond Green got into the fight with Jordan Poole back in <laughs> October, Rudy Gobert had the audacity because, and I say audacity and you'll see why in a minute, to say insecurity is always loud. And I was like, all right, whatever. You know, you're just getting involved in things that don't pertain to you, but whatever, that's what you do. 
And then Draymond Green being the awesome dude that he is, and I just love everything he does at this point because he's just <laughs> he doesn't care. He responds to what happened in this fight and responds with insecurity is always loud. And I love it <laughs> because it just it's so funny how everything comes full circle. Yes. But he's right. He's right. You know what? Rudy Gobert has always, you know, been known to be a little bit of a we'll call him a difficult teammate. Things obviously did not work out in Utah for a reason. And that's part of why he was traded. You know, I always think back to, um, you know, when he had COVID and obviously he didn't know it yet, but he touched all the mics and thought he was being a funny guy and ended up having COVID, which was very dangerous because somebody else could have gotten sick. He's not somebody that really doesn't seem to think ahead a lot. And this is one of those things that, you know, Dave, everything you said, I don't disagree with. I also think he's just a bit of a hothead and guy doesn't really think sometimes and just does stupid things and, like and this. That. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the night, the <laughs> night before he said, you know, uh, that he wasn't upset with, you know, how hard uh, he was being pushed by his teammates. You know, uh-huh, it was sure. a good thing. He's and sure. then the next night he's throwing punches. So, I mean. Yeah. It's th- like, which one is it? Consistency in the statement, you know. No. Oh, yeah, push me harder. It's okay. And then all of a sudden, you know, I'm going to throw a, throw a punch at you. Yeah. It's just, you know? just a mess. Uh, it's pretty Instead of like saying they're fighting, he was like, Oh, hey, I'm gonna throw a punch at you and I'm gonna run away and let everybody else get in the middle yeah. of us. And I'm gonna act tough. Like, that's not tough. Like, that's soft. That's it, toddler for, stuff, that's you pretending know. Pretending to be tough. Like, this guy was, he can't play offense. He had issues with his teammates in, in Utah. There's a reason they got rid of him. Then the Timberwolves, who I thought last year they could have beat Memphis. I was thinking, well, they only didn't win that series, blew all them leads because they're inexperienced. They're going to be better this year, and they could contend and get to the finals. Like, that's how talented they are. Then they get Rudy Gobert, and guess what? They get worse. Like, how are you a worse team when you add a I'll guy? Tell you, I'll tell you how. Rudy Gobert. Because Rudy Gobert is more than that. player of the year, you add him and you get Look, worse. Not, I have no idea how you then, do that. And not every – Wait, then on top of that, Jada McDaniels punched the oh, wall. Oh, don't even. I was going to say, <laughs> can we talk about the fact that he's not the only idiot on the team? So, I mean, you're not just talking about Gobert, who's an idiot. You got, you know, this kid who's punching walls. and That was just so Now stupid. he's out. You know. At least Gobert could come back for, like, you know, a play-in game or a playoff game. Well, they game, didn't even. On... He's suspended for the play-in game. Like, hey, we don't want well, you. Bye-bye. Depending on what happens. I mean, I'm saying he could be back for a playoff game. We'll see what well, happens. But I'm just saying. That leads like, us into our. Now, see, you guys, you guys give me a, a flashback, <laughs> and, and and it could be he just wanted to make the papers like me, because the last day of two a days uh, in, in Seattle, my rookie season, one on ones, I'm going against Tony Hill, the best rush guy, one on one, block him fine. Chuck Knox is down watching. Chuck never comes and watches one on one. Goes again. All right, so you know t- Tony. Tony's a proven dude, right? He's a little irritated. Yeah, we go again, and he beats me that time. And Chuck goes again. Well, now Tony's pissed, you know. So we go again, and and I'm a little tuckered, you know. And and, and we battle. And I don't know what the result was. And Chuck goes again. <laughs> Tony's gassed. I'm gassed. He, he's really pissed, and and I don't know if it was the fourth or fifth time. That I just tackle him, just because I mean, whatever. Just, just tackle him, 
and we both get up throwing, throwing blows. And and we're throwing blows, and I'd look over my shoulder, and every offensive lineman had grabbed a defensive lineman, and we're just all throwing blows. Oh, my God. Like, oh. Next day, sports, DeRocher breaks camp and brawl. So nice. I made the paper. You know, so maybe, you know, maybe Rudy was feeling a little unloved and, you know, just needed a little attention. Yeah, because he's going he's gonna to be really loved now, now that he attacked his teammate. Yeah, Former defensive saying, player of the always, year. You know, it's look, not always a bad thing, you know. John, look, he's former so, defensive player of the year, but not everybody can be as great as Draymond Green because it's got to come back to him. He's a former defensive player of the year, if I'm not mistaken, and he is pretty awesome, and he gets the last laugh in all this. Speaking also. of awesome, we have Raphael waiting on us. Well, yeah. One more quick topic before we get into Raphael. This will end fast. Go ahead. Go ahead. So, you know, speaking of team chemistry, Dallas got the curse of Kyrie. Oh, no. You know? Save that oh. for after. Save that for after because I don't want to make Raphael wait. Let's tease that. We'll come back to that because I, I, I have some thoughts on that. Uh-oh. Jake's got thoughts. It's going to be a long topic. Yeah, I, I, uh, I agree. I think it's a, a topic to discuss further. So let's tease that. Go to Raphael. We don't want to make our man that's wait. That's a good tease. Yeah. All right. You can make me wait. The Cubs have just come back to take the lead against Seattle. So I was oh, I can I, stay on I can stay on hold perfect. as long as long as you want. Perfect. Time. I love it. <laughs> you know what? It's all good because the Yankees already won and Miami's getting absolutely smacked right now. Nope, they're and, down by seven right now. Are they really? Yeah, watch I, your mouth. I, Third I, place I in the Metro soon. Division in hockey. Third place in Metro Division in hockey. Watch your mouth. That's Can't fine. even get John. second in the division. John, it's all good because we're going to beat you when we play you. Enjoy me. More importantly, more importantly more my ball. basketball team didn't have to go to the play-in. You don't even did. watch basketball. That's not true. I watch a little bit. Hey, Raphael, <laughs> let's talk about odds. Hey, Raphael, <laughs> so how big, how big of an uh, emphasis does uh, the draft have on odds of teams making a Super Bowl? Uh, no, uh, zero. Okay, you don't you don't see a shift at all. No, no. Unless unless you see uh, a trade in the NFL draft, like last like, year with AJ Brown. AJ Brown, right? Yeah, yeah. No, one not probably... his didn't even his. I'm just I, really? I was just gonna say if a quarterback, let's for some odd reason, the Jets become the Jets and they can't do anything, and let's see the 49ers trade to get Aaron Rodgers on draft night and just oh, a whole boy. bunch of. Draft picks, then that you start be... seeing odds change. But oh, that would be there's, great. There's no running back, there's no defensive guy, there's no wide, no one's gonna adjust uh, uh, odds to win the Super Bowl on draft. Now, we lose every NFL draft, we haven't won an NFL. Our, our philosophy for when it comes to NFL draft, we call it NFL customer service because <laughs> everyone kills us. We, we I don't think, I, I think we've lost like maybe six or seven straight NFL draft odds, really, really, but we, but we still on? put them. We still put them up because I, I, I always say, okay, it's NFL customer service. Let them win these draft plays, and then we'll just get them all on preseason yes. week one. And, it's and just money to stuff. be lost later. You'll, get, the, yeah. you'll yeah. get JB back on, you know, when the games actually count. Yeah. I don't know exactly. why. I mean, it's uh, the NFL draft is kind of weird when it comes to betting because, uh, I mean, I know everyone does their mock drafts and stuff like that. But I think if you listen it's to the right people, if you listen to the right people, and, and look at them how they predict their picks year after year. A lot of them are really, really correct. Like I don't think yeah. CJ Stroud is going number one. I don't. No. And you can get plus it's money price. on price right now. And, and I can guarantee you we have a lot of wise guy action on Bryce. But everyone's still saying CJ's the man. CJ's the man, which I'm hearing he's not. 
So we're, we'll probably lose on the first quarterback. Bryce uh, is more polished. He will definitely yeah. be going first. So, but That's, it's, it's a, a fact. it's customer service for you for you sports ga- uh, gamblers out there. NFL draft, enjoy it. Yeah. I don't know we're gonna all, we're gonna all pull in and give Raphael a thousand dollars and say make us money on this customer we are? service. Exactly. Right. Just go with it. Sounds like a nice so, idea. So you're chipping in 999, <laughs> and we'll well, each chip in like I, 30 cents I was to make the rest. Shaw. Shaw's a rich guy. Yeah, so I have kids, so definitely not. Well, I have no kids, like so. Batter, but, you know. <laughs> well, JB, you are the only one here that I think could afford to do that. So you'll put in 999, and you're we'll retiring just, in a month. You could we'll definitely pull together, do that. We'll pull together like a dollar. That's fine. I, think I we'll don't do bet that, sports. Right? I, I'm with I, I you. played enough sports to know that I, I don't bet sports. I don't bet, period. You know, I, I, I do don't. the boxes. I do the boxes. You know, oh, well, some, everybody does that. Give that's, me some that random doesn't... stuff that gives me that down to count. think about. Man, that doesn't you count. Telling, you start making me choose between grass and turf and, and uh, this and that. And oh my gosh. Yeah, I'll, no, too much. I'll analyze myself into a quandary and then and I lose. <laughs> try try doing multiple sports and then entertainment and politics and wrestling and yeah, Russian yeah. table tennis. That's why you're one <laughs> yeah. of the best in the You world. are. You had something up on Instagram today. What was it? It was somebody to date one of the Kardashians. Drake, because Drake's Drake ah, uh, Drake, Drake dropped a song and mentioned Kim Kardashian. So of course I had to put odds on that. Nice. He, I, I go on Instagram sometimes, you know, I'll just pass by the stories and I see yours. And yours always never like it just it always makes me laugh. It never fails to be somewhat ridiculous in the best way. Like that was, I had to double take. I go, what the heck was that? So I go back and I look and I was like, ah, yes, that makes sense. That was I just put, Wait, I just Raphael. put up HBO hard knock odds right now. Yeah, uh, Raphael, <laughs> I, I got to share something with you. Before I actually met you, because I, I, I guess we announced I was going to do this show and we follow each other on Instagram or something. You put up odds on Guardians of the Galaxy and mm-hmm. I go, Who's this freaking nut? And I and I blocked you. I blocked you because I go. I thought maybe you're gonna start pitching me, uh, in a Bitcoin or something next. You know, like who's, who's the odds on Guardians of the Galaxy? So you have to we have to we have to refriend each other. That's, I, that's a great little story. That, that is funny. That's great. I, I, but it's funny. I get that all the time. Like oh, I, I thought this was a joke. I don't want to follow some guy like this. And then I'm like, wait a minute, you can actually bet this and stuff like that. And people and it's like, like yeah. yeah, the name says you can bet that. Yeah. You think well, it was that? It was pretty obvious. Yep. Now we can be friends. Yeah. That's a coyote. It's oh, a, stop, John. <laughs> it's an interesting lifestyle of being an odds maker. <laughs> All right, so Mr. Odds Maker himself, what do you got for us? What are what are the best bets this week? Give me something. I'm gonna I'm gonna throw into the NBA playoffs, and oh, we, we put up we we put up odds for the NBA Finals MVP. Okay. So let's. I, got my I think we can all admit, and I know there's a, some guy in LA that people think he's the great. He's he's one of the greatest players, LeBron. Yeah. But anytime Kevin Durant is healthy and on the yep. court, he is the greatest scorer. And I'm the biggest Michael Jordan fan ever, but he is the greatest scorer that's ever played this game. And if he stays healthy, and his Phoenix Suns can stay healthy, and if you could just get to the NBA Finals and you could get Kevin Durant right now, seven to one to be NBA Finals Ooh. MVP. What's uh, what's Steph's odds? Just curious. Uh, Ten to probably... one. Wow. So it's funny because when you said, "Oh, MVP," those are the first two guys. I said I admittedly would have picked Durant first, 
But I think yeah. one of those two is your finals MVP. I would right say now. Steph Curry at 10 to 1 is getting great odds, but we don't know how Wiggins is coming back. You're right. That's I mean, why I would the, pick Durant. He, Absolutely. He's, the, he's the, probably the biggest question mark. Just like everyone thinks, I heard you guys with Rudy. Uh, with Gorbea being swayed. He's not the question mark for tonight's game. It was the dumbass that punched the wall who guards LeBron James. The <laughs> they were both broke stupid. his hand. He gar- he's the best one-on-one uh, defender well, against the LeBron. problem is Rudy Gobert being out also gives AD a free matchup, basically, because Gobert probably would have been taken on AD at that point. And AD, if you shut him down, this team is not as good. You know, he- he's kind of led the team a little bit with LeBron's injury. You know, while, while LeBron was out. So you basically just said to the Lakers, by the way, your two best players can go do more or less whatever they'd like to go do now because our best defender is not going to be on LeBron. And a guy that could certainly cover AD and take care of him is also not going to be playing. It's That's it's why nice. I t- if, if I was JB, I would log on right now because the Lakers game's not uh, started yet. <laughs> And bet Austin Reeves, just a white guy that the Lakers have, the rookie Austin Reeves, total rebounds, points, and assists. Twenty. I would and say assists definitely. Because let's He's... say the Lakers blow out. Every blowout the Lakers have had, Austin Reeves is still playing in the fourth quarter. Because let's face it, they need him to have more experience. Yeah. He's an upcoming yeah. rookie for them. So yeah. if it's a blowout, he's still gonna he's still gonna be out there putting points up, getting rebounds, assists. Twenty three and a half. His last six games, five of them have gone over wow. that total. Twenty three and a half. Log on right now. JB, so Raphael, giving you good you know, advice. Some baseball stuff. Tampa Bay and Jordan Walker, both ten for ten. Walker's got hits in ten straight games, broke Ted Williams' record for uh, most most hits. Uh, most you uh, can make that eleven nothing because Tampa Bay is winning seven to one in the ninth. So yeah, they're they're about to be eleven. Uh, Walker's zero for one right now. He, he didn't do anything his first at bat. Did you bet I him? Mean, Did you bet no, him to get a hit? Okay, I just I just had uh, to ask. I, I, I wouldn't push the guy. Okay. He, he's got a, he's got a great streak going. I'm pulling okay. for him. Okay, you know, but I mean, what are the odds, you know, of something like that happening? You know, I think guys. for the for the Rays, it's I mean for the Bay uh, for Williams that the rookie is probably greater odds, and we'll start working on that if he gets a hit for for the weekend because you always you get know, more how, action. How long will it go? Stuff and all that. And you said yeah, the names he surpassed, and it, and it hates me to going to have to do the research because I'm a Cubs fan. And I have to do research for a Cardinals guy. Uh, but it sucks. Tampa Bay, if you look at it, look at the teams they play, they beat. None of them made the playoffs last year. I mean, Boston Red Sox are projected to be second to last in the division. So let's wait till they go on the road when they have to play the Yankees, the Blue Jays, and stuff like that. Yeah. You know, you start uh, blowing horns. Because the oh, last two schedule, guys. Their schedule's been abysmal. Yeah. It's, I mean, but, it's still yeah. impressive to win all those games. But yeah, it, you're beating teams you're supposed to beat. But I think it was 30. 37,000 uh, to one for this rookie to have uh, a 10 game hit streak. Wow. Uh, last time I was. Hey, somebody could numbers. be very rich out there right now if they somehow bet that. I don't know. I have an autograph card of his, so I hope he no. keeps going. Hold on to it. It might become valuable one day. He's a Cardinal. He's a Cardinal. So uh, hopefully we'll probably, we'll probably trade someone for, uh, for uh, he'll be a Yankee pretty soon or somebody. Yeah, that sounds nice. Now we're talking. I wouldn't mind. I, was say, I wouldn't mind him being on the Yankees. No. Keep up the hitting. Let's go. No, no, no. So Absolutely. Now, what are the odds? Going back to NFL MVP, what about like uh, NFL, uh, NBA playoff uh, finals MVP? What about Embiid or Tatum? 
Uh, Tatum's four plus four fifty. The Greek Freak uh, is is the favorite at plus two ninety, which no wow. one talks about him. I, I feel bad. I he's mean, so I know he he plays for the Bucks, small market team, but uh, he should be getting he's a lot. Awesome. More. He's and awesome. He's awesome. Twelve to one. Uh, the Sixers always falter in the playoffs. Yeah. Uh, the bearded ones always MIA in the playoffs, so you can't really uh, <laughs> uh, count on him. I feel bad for Embiid, but like I said. I would think the Greek freak, even though he's plus 290, I've seen some places have three to one. I think it's good odds because I think they come out of the East. So if you get that ticket at plus money, yeah. maybe hedge off it uh, if you get to the NBA Finals. I'm sticking with KD, though. I'm with you. I think. Yeah, I think Phoenix. Phoenix got the right guy from the Nets. They sure did. And and you know. that is a good little secondary tease, JB. Very clever. Very clever. Just, just so you know, Rafi, I'm not sure if you're paying attention to the Orioles game, but right now, uh, Mount Castle for us is up. He has five RBIs and he has the bases loaded. He has a chance at nine RBIs right now. It's a grand slam. He'll get to nine RBIs, which is crazy. Not going to happen. And the score is eight to seven. So how bad you're pitching? Right oh, now? he just hit a <laughs> he just hit a grand slam. He has nine RBIs. No, he does not. Yes, he well, did. He had- Twelve to seven. Oh, if he well, had, really if he did. hit a grand slam, that's four <laughs> RBIs. Oh, oh, he actually he really nine. did. He's that's not joke. No, he's not kidding. He really did hit a grand slam. He just, he I thought John was messing slam. with me. He's no, at nine no, no. RBIs. Wow, good for him. Well, I mean, you're beating Oakland twelve to seven. I'm not no, but nine. Impressed. I mean, when do we ever see that many RBIs by one guy in a game? We're gonna That's see it this year rare. with the sh- with the shift. That's pretty impressive. Uh, you're gonna see the, the batting averages up, even though Hitting even though strikeouts yeah. for pitchers is, is up as well. But we're he seeing hit more 456 hits. Four hundred and fifty six feet for that grand That's, slam. Holy, that's pretty good. Yeah, you'll still finish did you probably see, in did second. Did anyone see Kalenic shot last night in the ninth? Who? Uh, Jared Kalenic on Seattle. Yes. Uh, yes. Did you pronounce his name right? Yes, I did. <laughs> yeah, it's not he great. was trying really <laughs> hard. John Shira. <laughs> Jake Mullick. <laughs> oh, that's a new one. Thanks. I mean, he ripped that ball. Yeah. Unbelievable. That was probably one of the nicest home runs I've seen. Yeah, well, so, Raphael, right. back to the important odds. Hey, um, what are the odds that John Dutton dies in Yellowstone this season? I'm working on Yellowstone odds uh, this weekend. So, uh, I, it's next funny week. How you, it's funny how you said that because I am working on some uh, some Yellowstone stuff. We can revisit that next week. It's coming out. Yeah. Yep. Uh, I'm, I'm going to revisit my sister and her and her husband and their big uh, Yellowstone fans. So. You know, you know what's interesting, too? So, all, all my buddies uh, on, uh, on the Mayans. So, uh, uh, Emilio Rivera, uh, Michael Irby, uh, Joseph Lucera, uh, Frankie Loyal. They were all at my uh, – Frankie didn't make it because he rides a Harley everywhere. Uh, they were all at my tournament. I've gotten to know them really well. Uh, I know it's the final season. Yep, final I wonder, season. I wonder which of – if any of them live. That's what I was wondering. I'm going to put up odds, and I'm going to put what Jax make a, an appearance at the last episode. How can he? A ghost? Uh, you know what? I'm hearing some very, very funny stuff that we could see a, a reboot of uh, SOA. Well, you know, I was thinking, I was thinking about that uh, because there's been a they lot really of only pictures. showed him in a motorcycle with his hands open. Well, there's yep, and there's and there's been a lot of pictures of him and Emilio recently. Yep. Uh, so like no, said, we have a, to be pretty good friends with Emilio, and well, they've been doing a lot of stuff you. together. There's a very clear rule in TV and cinema. If you don't see them die on screen, it doesn't guarantee they're actually dead. Yep. You have to physically see them get killed in order to be confident that they're gone. Well, the perfect example is Emperor Palpatine. I hate the new Star Wars movies, but somehow he was alive because he never died on screen. We never saw it, 
So technically, they could make it happen that oh, he's still alive. Oh, oh, every every soap opera, a soap opera has had two or three people that have died and thing. come back like three times. Of course, I'm glad it's I don't have to do thing. soap opera odds. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah, we don't get all my children odds. <laughs> no, no, but no, I will, possible. I will, I will keep an eye out for uh, Yellowstone and Mayans and stuff like that. I, I'm a big fan of uh, Mayans. I thought, I, I thought SOA was one of the best TV written shows ever made. Yeah. Uh, even if you don't like Harleys or motorcycles, I just thought the TV writing was phenomenal. Well, I'll tell uh, you though, but you know, what's been neat is, uh, you know, those guys I named off are just good dudes. They're, uh, the three of the four are in recovery. They do stuff for veterans. Uh, nice. So the, the persona you see on TV, you know, they're drinking, they're all sober and they're just good people that want to support veterans and support people in the community. And that's what's better. I think, that's you know, I mean, I think you know, there's so many sure. just cruddy people out there, especially in Hollywood. Uh, but these are good, solid dudes, man. They just love that love community. That's that's love that's it. that's great. Uh, but yeah, but it's it should be interesting. Uh, I, I saw a couple of your pictures, and I was I'm like, oh wow, those are some of the guys from TV actors. So I was yeah. I was actually kind of I, I'm. It's so funny when I get to hear you talk about veterans because my twin brother that lives in St. Louis does a lot of stuff for uh, for veterans building homes. From area. Gary Sinise is one of his partners. Oh, good, because uh, Gary's gonna—he's gonna be at our tournament next year. He, he said he couldn't make it this year, but we're gonna try and get the Lieutenant Dan Band out for our tournament for next year. So yes. you have to come out with JB. We'll get the whole crew out. Next yeah, year. I'll bring yeah. my brother out there because he does great work out there for St. Louis. He builds home for veterans and stuff. Well, then, like that, and, so. and oh, then let's cool. connect, connect me with him now so we can start talking now. Okay, um, because it's gonna be—it's as big as it was, as great as it was. Uh, it's gonna be exponentially better uh, this this coming year. It's gonna be a blast, and I want to start working on it now. Yeah, his uh, Gary Sinise's company actually tried to hire him because uh, he worked for Home Depot for 30 plus years and he left mm -hmm. and he's not worked for another company, but they wanted to come work for him. But I guess they couldn't figure out, but he's still going to do work for them, uh, building homes and Great. all that. But love it, love it, love it, love it. All right, well, well, we appreciate you coming on, but we do have another topic, gentlemen, we need to talk about. Yes. So, Raphael, tell people where they can find you. You can find me over on Twitter at VSI Doc Sports. You can find me on Instagram at Rafael Sparza. You can find me over at DocSports.com and you can bet that.com. And Kyrie Irving is minus 250 for him to be a Dallas Maverick uh, next year. So uh, uh, they can offer oh, him great. pretty much almost the most money. Uh, and the Lakers pretty much, I've heard, already told Kyrie's camp that they do, they're not, they are not taking him. So I see, I do see Kyrie being back in Mavericks. Yikes. Well, Poor Luca. We can talk about that at a later date. Raphael, yeah, thank poor you Luca. Much. <laughs> yeah. Take it easy, guys. All right, buddy. Have a good one. Yeah, yep. Maybe Luca uh, should play defense. Yeah, that was what I was getting at. So, John, I'll let you start this topic because I know you want to talk about it. Yeah, what What topic do you want to get into? The one we teased. Oh, you want to get into this? Yeah, that's Man, the last topic for the day. This is embarrassing. I mean, you go – and I don't blame Kyrie for them falling apart from like when they traded for him because he's actually played really well. But I said when they made this trade, I said this is not going to work out because you have Luca who has to have the ball. Yep. He cannot play off the ball. He can't play, you know, where he's moving. I wonder, else I wonder who play. just made that and put that up. I can't imagine who might have done that. Hmm. Let's be the producer. He can't play when when he doesn't have the ball. He doesn't move very well. He doesn't do much. Yep. Kyrie's the same way. When he doesn't have the ball, he doesn't want to be involved. 
So you have two guys that have to have the ball in their hands in order to be involved in the offense in their the way they play their game. Yep. That doesn't work. Two guys no, are identical. And, I mean, they're just a waste of space on the they're floor very, when they're both like, hey, I'm gonna ISO. Well, you Luca go stand over there. Hey, Kyrie, you stand over there. I'm gonna ISO. Yeah. It's it doesn't super- work. So why would you trade for a guy that doesn't help your team? I'll tell you I, why. Honestly, I don't. No, I'll tell you, I didn't I'll, understand it then, and I don't tell understand you why. it now. Because Mark Cuban said we made the Western Conference Finals last year. This is a great team. Why don't we add another star? And you know, this should this will be great. It's going to work out so well. And obviously, he was wrong. I think that's really what it was. I think he wants to get back. He wants to win again, and he thought it would work. And it, I, I don't know why he would think it would work because John, you kind of said it perfectly. They're, they're both guys that don't do anything when they don't have the ball. They just yep. kind of stand around and go, oh, what's going on? Uh, what, what's happening right now? That's kind of what they do. They just they like stare up into the ceiling and have no idea what's happening. And Kyrie's it's, a pretty good defender, but yeah, Luca, I, ha- Luca doesn't play a lick of defense. Kyrie's a pretty good defender. He's a Kyrie's pretty good defender. Defense. Like He no, can steal he doesn't the ball. play defense. He, he, he can steal defense. the ball. He, he can swipe it from you. I don't know who you watch. He doesn't play defense. He can swipe it from you just like anybody else. Like He's pretty good at that. But Luca doesn't make any attempt. Like Luca makes no. No, he's you know, worse. It's like, hey, I want to go. Neither of them do, the and that's the problem. You yeah. got two guys who need the ball to do anything. You have two guys that need the ball to do literally anything. And then when it comes to defense, again, same thing. When they don't have the ball, they do that. When they don't, you know, when when it's on defense, they just look around. What's going on? They have no idea what's happening. They're just completely in like La La Land. And it's it's terrible. I don't know what they they expect to happen. They trade away some of their depth, too, in that trade. So, like, you gave up a lot of depth and made yourself paper thin Basically, yeah. everything you were doing, like the Nets, it was like when the Nets yeah. had Kyrie and KD, it was like, hey, we have no depth, and we're going to rely on you guys, and that's it. We live and die it's by stupid. you, and we have nothing else. You it can't survive stupid. that way in sports. It's dumb, but look, I, I guess when they saw the opportunity for a star, they said, we got to take it, and I, I don't know. It doesn't always work. We no. have to do some. No. What's a couple hundred million dollars? Yeah. <laughs> Not only did they lose, they tanked. They they were yeah. what they go three <laughs> and something to end the year? They were terrible. Well, they, they sat all their guys a lot the game that uh was gonna eliminate them. They're like, Yeah, we're gonna sit everybody you know against Chicago. It was stupid because we wanna protect that, we wanna yeah. protect our top ten draft pick. Of course they are. You know, that's what they did was protect their uh if they pick won at that, that point. game. Their lottery. The, the Knicks yeah. would have got the pick if they which lost that great. game. Then they got to keep their pick, and so they which, decide to say, which, "Screw the playoffs." JB, you said they're investigating it. I got an odd feeling the Knicks are getting that pick back because <laughs> they're well, no, because the truth is there's no way that you can justify them saying to sit their stars. Like they weren't no. hurt to our knowledge; they just sat them so the Knicks didn't get the pick and they kept it for themselves. That was it. Yep. Was John? You said it. You know they. Try to protect themselves. That's it. That's all it was. And they know that. So, you know, they'll be likely in trouble for that. You know, the NFL, the NFL, the NBA, excuse me, is trying to crack down on, um, you know, on the load management stuff as well. You know, they made the awards. I think it was a 65 65, game minimum. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. So they're trying to improve the play of the league. So this will, this will be, this will be bad for them, you know, whatever. But 
I don't know. I, I, to me, I also look at a guy like Jalen Brunson who looks really good with the Knicks, and I'm just lucky he's on my team. But objectively, he really does look really like he's flourishing. Yeah. The Mavericks starting, are dumb for letting him go. But I, but you know what? But he's he didn't flourish like that with Matt, with the Mavs as much at least. He did, he did in the playoffs. I, but right, but he, he only sh- but he didn't show his full potential yet. Right, right, right. Well, it's right, kind of right. hard when you have somebody on the team that needs the ball I, most of the and game. And that was what I was going to say. <laughs> yeah. That's the issue I think the Mavs are going to have. And I was curious what your thoughts were. This is you know yes, partially you know Kyrie being a, a ball dominant player, but Luca is also. Am I crazy to say that Luca is just not a great teammate? Like he just needs the ball, which makes him a little bit of a less than stellar teammate well it depends on the team because everybody has a role i mean yeah no but but i agree i mean like it's it's hard to it's think about this jb like if you're a if you're a baseball player and you bat once every three days it's hard to get going like if that if that's your rhythm like in basketball if you if you only shoot if you're getting the shot or if you're getting the ball with like three seconds on the shot clock it's not that easy to get good (laughs) shots that's what Luca does. He'll hold the ball for like, you know. Role. Yeah, but but you, so you're gonna tell me he's a good teammate? I don't think. I think that's a terrible teammate. Yeah, I don't. Listen, you're the coach. You set up the offense. If you don't like it, you talk to him and you try to change it. But you know, he's he's a superstar. It's not gonna be just okay, Luca. Change your game. It's not just gonna happen. You know, the NBA just... likes Luca doing what Luca does. They, they don't really care much about you know that he. Well, they want him to win. Players. They want yeah. him to win, I would think. Uh, I don't think it matters. And, I think it does. And Jake, by the way, uh, I don't know if I mean I guess Mark Cuban was full of himself thinking that that Western Conference Finals appearance I, last I year guess. was great. I, that was a fluke. Like let's just call yeah, it, it what happens. it is. Like it was a fluke. It, you got on a you beat the Suns in a series you shouldn't have won, but you won. Agreed. You won. It was a fluke run. Like yeah. the, the Hawks did the same thing a couple years ago where they got to the Eastern Conference Finals, lost to the Bucks. Yep. It was a fluke run. What happened to them since then? They've fallen apart. They fired their They coach. might be trading Trey Young now. They might be trading Trey Young. They like just because you make one run in the playoffs does not mean that you're a dynasty, does not mean you're a great team. You maybe you just got hot. Like the That's Giants, I mean at 07, they got hot. Yeah. They beat the Patriots. They did it twice, they, actually. They did it twice. They weren't a great team any of those other years. No, like, they were barely making the playoffs. I don't know. Right, but that's, that doesn't make it a fluke, though. No, it, no, but this. Hey, why, are you the, why are you banging on the Giants, bro? Why, 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 is that, why, why is that with John Paul? Uh, because John, John, of, John is. Has to take many years before there was a Super Bowl. Uh, I'm thinking of teams <laughs> that had a hot run, and then the years around that, like the years that was sandwiched between that championship, were what okay. Did they, do? they did they were nothing. Okay. The Giants yeah, were okay like with they, after they the were yeah they weren't like complete garbage. That's what I'm saying. It's not like the Mavs were complete garbage. It's just uh, they had one at the end they were, and they the got their complete garbage in the Western Conference Finals, and you know, and Mark Cuban spooled himself. Well, we'll see what happens. Uh, John, you don't we'll know what you're talking about. Uh, no, Don't watch Miami. All, right. All right. On that note, let's wrap things up. Dave, where can they find you? I know you're just Dave, but just Dave. you know, yeah. It, it, yeah, it's right there. That, <laughs> can you spell? Can you can you pronounce that? Because I know JB can't say it. Well, okay. So if, if, <laughs> if you're gonna Americanize it and butcher it, you drop the S's and it's Derosier. 
but if it is not Leo DeRocher, but it sounds like it, right? So then if you're JB, it's DeRoche. It's DeRoche. It's DeRoche. Of the rocks, not on the rocks. Of, of the, the rocks. rocks. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, anyways, just Dave. John. Yeah. Fox Sports 1340 AM. Um, you can find me on there writing articles about the O's. Obviously, sideline sports, the best place in in the entire world. Blue Hawks 13 on Twitter and um yeah, anywhere Sideline Sports is, that's where I am because this is my home. JB. Confidential, 9 o'clock Central tomorrow. We got a lot to talk about. And JB underscore the program on Twitter. You guys can find me on Twitter at Jake underscore Malik. And you can find me on all the places you see scrolling across the bottom of your screen. That's where Sideline Sports is. And on that note, everybody have a good one. And we'll see you next time. Welcome to Ringside with Ray and Prince. My name is Ray Leonard Jr. Oh, that's No, that's just my dad. My name is Prince Daniels Jr. Daniels again with a big hole. Touchdown! On this show, we come to humanize athletes, entertainers, business executives. We're going to see what makes them tick. Tuesdays, 10 a.m. Pacific time on Spotify, Apple, Amazon, and wherever you get your podcasts. We'll see you there. Peace and power. Electric acid. Hey there, fabulous souls. I'm Stephanie Baklaan. And I'm Eden Alpert. And we're the hosts of the brand new podcast, Unapologetically Fab. Get ready to join us on an amazing and real journey as we dive into life after 40 and own it. We're all about changing the narrative, leaning into who you are, and living a life by your own design. Join us as we embrace life unapologetically and redefine success. This is Unapologetically Fab. An electric cast production. See you there. Electric cast.